Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Why Did You Do That podcast. Your hosts, Ray, MG, and Peter, discuss sports betting and our experiences in the industry, good or bad. Tune in to the real between our analyzed picks as well as our Hail Marys mixed in with a bunch of stupidity between the homies. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> I was like, what? I, my thing's on max setting. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> MJ, how's your car? Uh, it's good. It needs a little bit more work, so I'll get it back tomorrow. Damn, bro. Isn't it new? <laughs> it's used. It's not new, new. But it's used new. Ish. Bro, my check engine light has been on for. I've had this car for a year. It's been on for eight months. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Honda's problem isn't electrical. Most of their stuff is like small mechanical issues. Yeah, I actually, I had it checked and he's like, oh, it's just a filter. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good old O2 sensor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's, it. that's usually the only reason for that on like Hondas and Toyotas. Yeah, my mechanic was like, yo, like. Since you don't have to pay for emissions anymore, like it's not even worth it to get it fixed. I'm like, oh, say less. There's actually a machine you can buy that just uh, it resets the system and just takes the light off for a little bit. I yeah. used that to pass my emissions test on my Celico. <laughs> but you don't have to do that anymore, right? Like there's no more emissions test. So. No, you're good. Unless you want to like sell it to somebody, then they have to do it. But. Ah. <laughs> uh... No, I don't even. I didn't have to do an emissions test when I got this car. Really? Yeah. I did safety, but I didn't do emissions. I thought both of them were like mandatory. I don't think emissions. I don't think anyone cares about emissions anymore. No one gives a fuck about the environment. <laughs> the government doesn't, at least. Isn't there much more to emissions than just what it, the environment issues? I thought that's all it's about. Oh, no. I, I think my Celica, it failed like four different tests when I had to run the test on it. That's why. I your Cel- your Celica was also a walking, a driving death trap. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually um, talking to Henry earlier and uh, he was telling me how he's been driving up Dufferin a lot to go to the gym. And um, he's been going to York Mills, not Dufferin and Finch. But uh, he's like, yeah, nobody on Dufferin knows how to drive. And I think uh, having driven in on Dufferin for like my whole life, it made the Celica not that scary to drive. Like I, I was prepared to face death every time I started that car, but not because of the car, because of Dufferin. Are we, are we talking about this again, about how <laughs> bad your part of the city is? I just thought it was, uh, it was something that... It was interesting to bring up because we were talking about our near-death experiences last week. So, uh, Have I had, like, what's my worst? Oh, actually, this happened to me this past weekend. Um, it was, like, my first time driving really sleepy. I, uh, oh, I fell, Yeah, I fell asleep at Jolene's. Um, and I was, like, super tired, but I'm like, Okay, like, let me just, like, grind it out and get home. I should be fine. Like, I rolled all my windows down. So, like, I'm freezing. I'm blasting music. 
but the drive is so boring i can't like stay awake um so i'm going down like a side street and i start dozing off and then i wake up and i'm on the other side of the road like legit, just fuck? like yeah and i'm just like holy shit like i was i was so scared because like it wasn't it probably was maybe like like two or three seconds that i spent like on the other side of the road but like going 60 kilometers on a on a side street like that's still a lot of like space you're covering in two three seconds but i wasn't fully on the other side of the road i was just like halfway into the lane um but that was actually scary like what could happen it was like 2 30 in the morning you're lucky there was no island in front of you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh my Dude. god. Luckily, holy shit. Um, or luckily it wasn't a winding road and you would have It was a winding road. Oh, oh fuck. I was like mid-wind. Oh. Or no, it, it wasn't a winding road, it was just like a, a slight turn. Like a slight. Yeah, and that's why I ended up going into the like into the um other lane into the other lane because like I'm slightly like turning right and then like I guess I just didn't turn right enough, enough or I fell asleep and started going left um so that happened and then when I got on the highway <laughs> uh I got on the I got on the express um and I dozed myself off into like the rumble strips and I literally just oh, went, like shit. I literally just went, like I stayed on the rightmost lane because it's just like it's literally like one express entrance and then the very next exit is my place. So I'm going and I just like feel myself like falling asleep. And then it's just like, and then like, I just like jerk back. And it was like, yeah, it could have been bad. Um, don't, don't drive, don't drive sleepy. Yeah. That we literally talked about that for like <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, dude. <laughs> Yeah, was... uh, it was just interesting in like um in like seattle they have like those rumble strip type things separating like all the lanes on like even local streets wow so it's everywhere yeah so it's like if you're falling asleep uh then it's like you're if you shift out of your lane you're gonna notice it shit that's actually kind of smart yeah <laughs> that must fuck up people's tires though yeah like their tire longevity is probably not that good I feel like, I don't know, maybe there's like different engineering types of how to make those bumps, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty smart thing. It's a, it does sound smart. Um, I always, I always go on Reddit and there's a subreddit called idiots in cars and I always go on it to make my drive, to make me feel a little bit better about my driving. Like, I don't think I'm a bad driver per se, but like, you know, it's, it's just fun. <laughs> how was your how's your weekend in burlington yo i yesterday i didn't eat meat for the whole day why uh i brought it to a vegan restaurant and i had a vegan burger and uh, how's that feel um i think it backed me up for like a whole day like i didn't uh, go poop until this morning after I ate quinoa and meat. But um, you know what? The food wasn't that bad. Like, the bun could have used a lot of work and the meat wasn't thick enough at all and the texture was way off. But in terms of, like, just taste, 
it didn't taste bad. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I had like fake bacon. I had What fake the- meat. Uh, the cheese was fake. And yeah, we also had like a chili cheese fries, which had like a lot of beans, which fucking fucked me for the whole night because there was a lot of beans in there. But I thought it was, you honestly, said it just backed you up. Like fart wise. But like shit wise, uh, it wasn't coming out. Oh, God. Like I was gassy, but there was no substance coming out. But you know, I thought vegan stuff was supposed to like be better for your digestive stuff. I, I think it is over time, but just like I, I maybe my one. body's been like completely uh, conditioned to only work on like meat and quinoa. Okay, but like, how was the rest of the week? <laughs> uh, it was pretty fun. Um, I took like 13,000 steps that day. I uh, went to like the botanic, botanical gardens. Botanical gardens, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like a hippie, but she had fun. So I guess that's the important thing. Um, it's her birthday after all, so it doesn't really matter how I feel. But <laughs> uh, I got a lot of exercise from it. Did a lot of walking. I realized actually after eating um, that I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fat right now. Like uh, I, <laughs> I I wore like one of my Indochino shirts and um, it's one of the shirts that I took in to get altered like near the tail end of everything. And it fit perfectly fine at the start of my day. Literally right after eating, I had everything from like my chest down just straight up unbuttoned. <laughs> Like, imagine you're on, like, the boardwalk of Burlington and you see this fucking guy walking around with his shirt, like, 90% unbuttoned with his fucking stomach tattoo just popping out everywhere. <laughs> this guy pulled a trollo in Burlington. <laughs> this guy's just walking around like, ew. That's literally it. I'm like, you know what? I don't even care right now. Like, I'm so uncomfortable in this shirt and it's like, the buns are tearing apart at the seams. And I'm like, wow, this is a problem I never knew I would ever deal with. Like, you know, sometimes you you ask for something for so long and then you're surprised at it when it comes true. You mean like how you want to gain weight and stuff? Yeah. So then how does that make you feel now? Like, are you going to do something about it? Or are you are you happy? Are you, um, are you, what's, what am I trying to, what am I trying to say? Are you confident in your current self-image right Intent? now? Yeah. Uh, I did 40 push-ups today. That's it? Uh, yeah. Um, I, wa- I was thinking about going back to the gym, but I just froze my gym membership because of Dufferin and how infest- infested they are. So I'm like, I don't really want to go there. So I was back there today. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was really debating on it, but um, yeah, Henry was telling me about York Mills, and I kind of want to go try that out, but I don't know if it's worth unfreezing my gym membership for. Yo, York until Mills then, I guess I'll is do a good gym. Room. York yeah. Mills is a good gym. Ray, I swear yeah. you and I worked out there one time, no? Yeah. Before yeah. going yeah. to Kurtz? Yeah. York a, Mills? It wasn't bad. It's a nice gym. I like it. At York Mills? Yeah. So I should do it. Give it a shot. Maybe I'll unfreeze my gym membership tomorrow. Or go up to like the Vaughn ones. Yeah, go to Kiel. Actually, don't go to Kiel. Kiel's not what it used to be. 
I feel like Keel is still very close to Dufferin and Finch that like the crowd is probably similar. Nah, it's different. Like it's similar in certain aspects, but it's still different. You have like all the Italian kids and all those guys fucking working out, thinking that they're big and shit. The and people that uh that go to Moda nightclub. That's, yeah, that's exactly exactly like Dufferin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly that's it. no different. You're not helping the cause here. <laughs> do you want Peter to stay, to stay at his current size, or do you want him to start working out, MJ? <laughs> I want him to do what's best for him. I want him to do what's ha- what makes him happy. Mm. Yeah, there. Are you happy? That's that's the important question. Um, I could do without the stomach. Realistically, <laughs> I don't want to buy new clothes at the end of the day. I, I kind of want to do like a Popeye kind of thing where he just pushes his extraness to like his arms or something. That would be ideal. I can't imagine you with a big stomach, bro. Like all this entire time that I've known you, like it's funny because like I don't think you've ever had like abs, but like you've also never had a belly. Yeah, <laughs> and like you've also had like you know the the slim waist is like trademark Peter. Yeah, so I've I've just been there this whole time. <laughs> you just existed. <laughs> yeah, well, you if you were on the Burlington Boardwalk, you would have seen it. You would have seen it from farther from the Burlington Boardwalk. <laughs> yeah, I was literally sitting on top of a rock on the side of the water with my shirt just hanging out and my belly flopping forward, and people on the opposite side of like the whole pier or whatever could literally see my stomach. Yeah, you can't... Wait, is your entire stomach tatted? Front yes. and back? Yeah. The, the back so you wouldn't stomach? be able to tell. The back <laughs> stomach. What? <laughs> Nothing. This guy said back stomach. <laughs> I think Isn't the that just your back? Normal. The back of the stomach. Is the back of the stomach your lower back? Or is it back of your stomach? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's your lower back. So, I mean, your your body can't get more tatted in that area right now. So it's like you're at maximum tattoo capacity for your stomach and low back. I think I have a little bit more room on my lower back under my the back of my or, back. Yo, just take off your shirt and show us right now. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Just> the boys. <laughs> I'm sitting down. Of course, I'm gonna. It's gonna hang out. <laughs> Just suck in, dude. I, wait, what do you want no, me to show I'm you? Not, exactly? I'm my, not. I'm not asking to see your stomach. I'm asking to see your tats. <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't sure, like, if you want to see the fat or like the tattoos. No, but what I'm trying to say, and what MJ tried to say earlier, is like, since you're so tatted, it, you aren't even able to see any yeah. bulge, right? You can't really tell, bro. Okay. Like it's, like, it's different for me and Ray. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that Bro, still that's... looks normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally nothing. It looks like you're pushing it out. <laughs> Yo, bro, my chest, like, ends here. Bro, I don't know, dude. Bro, the only time you'd be concerned is if it starts covering up your ding-dong when you look down. <laughs> What if I can't see it already as it is? 
<laughs> because it's so tatted up. <laughs> God. Crying. Yo, uh, by the time this episode comes out, actually, no. Actually, by the time people listen to this, I don't know <laughs> by the time it comes out. Uh, by the time people listen to this, it'll have been your birthday. Yes, sir. You'll be oh, yeah, tw- shit. You'll be twenty five. Five. Four. Four. Shit. <laughs> no, you're not. 19. He's ninety six. Oh, shit. You'll be twenty four, bro. <clears throat> Happy birthday. Happy Thank early you. birthday. Thank you. How does it feel? Uh. Feels the same as uh, it does right now, I guess. I don't know. I've never really felt different after my birthday. Maybe it'll hit me when I'm like 30, and it's like, oh shit, this starts with the letter, the number three. But um, yeah, right now it feels the same. Except apparently I'm gaining waist circumference, but you know, <laughs> other than that, bro, this is this is the first time you've gone into a birthday heavier than you normally are. Yeah. Are you at your heaviest right now? I actually don't know how much I weigh. Um, Are you scared to check? No, I'm going to go check right now. Yeah, do it for the pod. <laughs> this guy's going to be like, 220 pounds. <laughs> Yo, my scale was pushed back so far, I couldn't find it. <laughs> that just goes to show like where your priorities have gone over the last six months. 174.8. <laughs> Bro, what was what was the heaviest you got when we were training? Like 184, 186? I want to say 185. 185? Bro, you got yeah. one point close to 200? 185 was the closest I've ever been to 200. I thought you were closer than that. No. <laughs> Bro, you're 10 pounds away from your all-time heaviest weight when you were fucking... You were beefy as hell. <laughs> Damn. Now my stomach is hanging out in the middle of a boardwalk. That's true adulthood. <laughs> that's not what 24 is. I don't know what is. That's that's definitely what 24 is. Do you think by 30, your body will like totally reverse itself and you'll be the opposite of what you are now? Uh, I'm honestly not sure what I am right now. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what the opposite would be really. But if I'm beefier, then that'd be really cool. Well, Marvin Williams retired. Marvin Williams retired. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So let's get let's get into the sports talk. <laughs> Basketball. So we have we had a big week. We had a long week. Lost crappy stuff to, week. Lost stuff to talk about. Um. What should we start with? Let's start with. Hold on. Actually, let's start with the easy stuff. Let's talk about Boston and Toronto. Uh, so, when did we last? When did we last record? Last week, no? August thirty first. So, as of August thirty first, uh, Toronto was down one zero. They ended up going down two zero when the when the last timeout Tuesday came out. Since then, we got tied two two. Um, now it's three two. Um, based off of like my last our last episode, if I were to look at um, the props, 
that we talked about with the Baca. Let me just double check. 13 and a half points or 14 and a half points. Um, ever since that Boston game, he only hit it twice. He had a bad game two and game four. Um, I did find another prop, though, another good go-to prop uh, that I was taking. It's a Siakam turnovers under. Um Bet365 had his turnovers at two and a half. Um, and he hasn't hit two, he hasn't hit three turnovers since August 9th. Shit. So, yeah, he's been under two and a half for an entire month and they haven't adjusted it. So I, I took that last game and the game before and it cashed pretty pretty easy. Um but yeah. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Boston-Toronto? I think it goes seven. Um, my worry is uh, Pascal not putting in work and everyone else. So I think Freddie and Kalo will do as much as they can. I also think that Mark needs to step up. Like I don't. They said something about that guy hasn't hit a three this entire playoffs. Um, so even if he made a couple, that would keep people honest. Um, because honestly, we need all the firepower that we can get. We're not getting anything off the bench because Nick is really just playing six guys. So I think it's like everyone has to come in by committee and not just have um, Freddie and Kyle do all the work. Like Pascal needs, needs to play with more aggression. That guy, I don't know what the hell his problem is. I said this last time, but I think it goes seven because I think they'll bounce back after that game and um, they'll play the Heat. Yeah. Uh... I think uh, well, the last time we recorded, I called um, Freddie's uh, thing completely off. I don't think he's hit his points in threes since then. Um, he hit it once. He hit his uh, points once, I believe. He still didn't yeah. hit his threes. Or the other way around. No, um, he, no, he hit his points. He hit his points and his threes. That one game. Was it game four? Game two. Game two. He, hit, he got 25 points in game two. Um and he hit five threes. Oh, okay. He also hit five threes in game three. But missed on his points, right? Yeah. He had nineteen there? Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of like half. It was kind of hit or miss, really. Um Yeah, I think a lot of the guys do need to step up, especially Siakam. That guy was pissing me off so much watching this guy play and having pretty much the entire team rely on Kyle Lowry. Uh I mean, Lowry finished with like 10 points the last game and Toronto kind of got blown out the water in that first half. It was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> um, I kind of, it was very. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they bounce back in this next game. Um, I don't think they are going to let it go to six and just end there. So hopefully they come to play. And then um, I think, yeah, honestly, Celtics have been doing a pretty good job of hitting their shots as well. Like they're they've been pretty efficient um, in their shooting as well. So I think that's been a pretty big contributor as to why Raptors haven't really been able to play D on them. And overall, I think the Celtics have been outplaying us defensively. Yeah, I think if you're if you're just like a pure basketball fan, like um, the defense in this game in these series have been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, just like all the coverages and all the adjustments they're making. As a sports betting fan, it's also really fun to watch because the under is basically a lock every single game. Um, Sir. 
I would be doing a lot better if I just took unders instead of trying to take the Raptors every game. But that's where, like, being a fan and just, like, being a sports better is, like, super hard. <laughs> um, I'm debating just going all in on the under next game because uh, I think it's just going to be a grind fest. Uh, neither of these teams are going to win by, like, just, like, trying to outshoot and outscore. Like, it's always going to be on the defensive end. So the under is a pretty safe safe bet um, no matter what you do, honestly. Yeah, I'm just going to put 200 bucks on the under right now. Holy um, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I, I think that's something else that's interesting is um, I feel like Raptors are kind of chucking up a lot of shots too. Um, the Celtics have pretty much beat the Raptors in free throw attempts every single game in the series. Yeah. And yeah, like I think guys like Siakam should be taking it to the hoop a lot more. Um, probably leading to more foul shots, and yeah, maybe he we... he definitely is, but he he's also chucking like his fair share of threes. Um, but the thing with uh, the thing with Pascal is like, and this is not me like criticizing his game, but like every time he drives, like he it doesn't look like he's driving hard, um, and he kind of just like flails around. I don't know. It's just like he just looks kind of weak. Uh, taking it to the basket Marcus Smart is like an incredible defender first of all like this guy is locking his shit up like crazy Um, so kudos to that guy Uh, Pascal Siakam under points has hit every single game except one Um, that's the one I took (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like under on Pascal's points under on the entire game Um, under on pretty much everybody's player props has been pretty solid. Um, Usually, like, out of the big three scorers of Boston, you'll get uh, one of Brown, Tatum, or Kemba. Two out of the three of them will hit under all the time. Usually, there's only one that will go over. Last game, it was uh, Jalen Brown. But uh, Tatum and Kemba were under. Uh, The game that we won, uh, game four, was it game four? All of them were under. And I cashed on a, a good parlay with those guys, um, but yeah, the well, we'll talk about the what to expect for next game. But let's move on to Milwaukee and the Heat. Uh, congrats, <laughs> MJ. Congrats, MJ. Um, congrats to the Miami Heat. They just pulled out a big upset. I wonder what I wonder what the payout would be if you took Bucks and five, uh, Heat and five at the beginning of the series. Probably been pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> they, no, I don't think anyone had um, the Heat beating the Bucks. Uh, I think for the most part, all the analysts like Stephen A. and all that said that the Bucks should be scared to play Miami, but they never said that the Bucks would lose to Miami, um, especially in five games. So I think the payout would have been like 100 to 1 regardless. Um, I would probably more. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I was, my guess was like 200. Could have been. Yeah. I think, I, I think we should have, I think I should have checked that earlier or like before. But, but yeah, yo, these, these heat are going to have a long ass rest. They're going to have a week rest uh, until, because if this goes to game seven, uh, that's not till Friday. And then uh, game, started. game one would be on Sunday. So, these guys are resting for the next six days, so 
Would just be Friday? I mean, sorry, they would start Sunday? I thought they would start next week. Like Monday, well, Tuesday. Well, the semi started one, like, a day after. Like, oh. remember there was that viral clip of, like, Jamal Murray, and he was like, they're, they're play-, the reporter told him they're playing in, like, two days. Yeah. So I don't, I assume the conference finals would be the same thing. Oh, okay. Uh, let's talk. Let's go to the West. Let's go to the West. Um, since the last time we recorded on September first, uh, the Nuggets had just wrapped up, which uh, I think we were right about in terms of like we were right about Denver winning. We were wrong about Houston. We thought that OKC was going to take it. Uh, that OKC game was crazy. Um, they did have a shot. Yeah, I felt honestly. I fell asleep during Denver Utah game, even though I heard it was really good. I fell asleep. Uh, but let's talk about these Nuggets and Clippers. Uh, what Clippers are up one one two one two one. Uh, I so last night I I went heavy on the Nuggets. Nuggets were up, I think six going into the fourth, and they were still dogs. And I was just like, I know they're not, I know they're not going to win, but I don't know why I still took it. Went all in on them. And then, oh no, they were up four. And then uh, I think four minutes in, they went up seven. It was 90 to 97 for Denver. And Clippers take a timeout. My cash out is about 75%. And I'm just like, Clippers are dogs now. I know they're going to come back. Like, they're absolutely going to come back. I did this so many times in the regular season where, like, the Clippers or the Lakers were down in the fourth and they come back and they always win. It's worked so many times. I should have cashed out and put it on them. I didn't do it. I don't know why. And I watched the Clippers come back and I was upset. Uh, um, Yeah, Yeah, Kawhi snapped that last quarter. Yeah, fuck you, Kawhi. Oh my <laughs> god, this fucking guy! Like, I can't believe he blocked Jamal Murray's dunk with the middle finger. Like, what the fuck? This guy just extended his middle finger just to get a block. Or that's how like long I his got, hands are. I got secondhand finger jam from watching that. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. It's fucking brutal. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I got burned by I got burned by Kawhi twice now. He missed his prop by one point, and then he. I remember that. That's the day it took me out. <laughs> he goes and leads a comeback. Uh, Didn't it, wait. Hold on. Did Denver cover that game? Uh, they did. Because they're at seven and a half, right? No, it was eight and a half, and they eight lost and a half. by eight, I think, or five. Hmm. So my theory is working. <laughs> what theory is this? The the one where I said uh, I'm fading every, I'm fading both LA teams for the rest of the playoffs to cover. Yeah, but not to win. Not to win, just to cover. Uh the the Lakers banked the Rockets pretty good the last game. <laughs> they did, they did. But I mean, <laughs> I'm watching the game right now, and they're down five. So oh, Houston's looking they, pretty good. Are they on right now? Yeah. Oh, two twenty six and a half. Huh. Maybe I'll take a look at that later. Um, but yeah, well, what do you guys think of like the the Western 
Western games? I can honestly uh, see the the Nuggets game going to Game Seven again. <laughs> really? At least seven or six. Um, I don't know. That first three quarters of uh, Game Three, they were actually they were fighting, and yeah, I can see them pulling that kind of energy like the next few games, but. At the same time, I can kind of see Kawhi just going off just as easily as well. This guy literally makes everything look like he's just chilling. So it's really hard to say, but I could see a long series with this as well. What do you think, MJ? I said this, um, I think, before the season started when we were kind of making our um, predictions for the playoff, um, for the rankings, I think. But Denver is my dark horse for the. Western Conference, and I think they can pull an upset against Kawhi and the Clippers. Um, because, I mean, you can try to contain Kawhi, but Kawhi will get his. It's Paul George, Lou Will, pretty much just those two that you have to worry about because Paul George is still an X factor, regardless of how shitty he's, he's played. Um, he can light it up at any moment, but I also think that the Nuggets have enough firepower to keep it close every single game and to take games away from the Clippers. So I think for that series, it'll go to seven with a chance for the Nuggets to win the series. I don't know, man. I, I really don't trust the Nuggets. Like, unless Jamal Murray is, uh, unless Jamal Murray is hot or Michael Porter Jr. is hot, on offense, um, in the clutch, if those two don't have it going, they're really hard to watch. Yeah, no, um, this is true. Like the last game, I watched fucking Jeremy Jeremy Grant or Jaren Grant. I don't know which Grant is on that team. I watched him break like four shots in a row, and I realized they weren't going to win, and I fucking – I smacked my computer so hard. I remember, I remember exactly. He bricked two threes. And then he bricked a floater, and that's when I just, like, turned it off. I'm like, I lost my money. I don't care. Um, but, like, if – and that's what happens, like, when teams lock in on, like, Jamal Murray, especially with um, a, such a great wing defensive team like the Clippers. Um, they're going to be hard to – they're, they're going to be hard to get going unless, like, Jamal Murray gets hot. Like, he hasn't popped off a lot. Like, I think he had one good game. Uh, the three so far. You know why that is? This guy's not fucking wearing his pro models that that he <laughs> wore last series. Like for Christ's <laughs> sakes, this guy's going on about like, oh, that gives me energy, it gives me power. Bitch, fucking wear the shoes then. Why are you wearing Derrick <laughs> Roses if you if you want to fucking win? Christ's <clears throat> sakes, man. It's not the pro models. It's what's written on the pro models, dude. Come on. <laughs> so then wear them. For Christ's sakes, if you're gonna preach about how much it gives you energy and it it. You know, it powers you through games. Fucking wear it. Now that you're in a new series against a, a, a better team, you don't want to wear it? This man, I agree. Guy, man. You're the only guy I've ever heard complain about what shoes the guy's wearing. I, I'm only complaining about it because of what he said in those post-game um, interviews. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. And look, look, at how he, look at how he's played these first three games. Like... As a basketball player, like, you guys have your go-to shoes that you want to wear every single game, right? Like, to this day, I still have my Derrick Roses that I wear regardless. Like, I don't – I buy new shoes, but I don't wear them when it 
when it comes time to compete. I stick with what I know and what I'm comfortable with. Yeah, it's literally what Like Mike was about. Exactly. Bro, it's not like your shoes are going to make a difference on the court for you. So, sometimes it does. Like it, it, sometimes it depends on like the feel of the shoe. Like I bought, I bought uh, Lillard threes, I think. I love, I love, I love my Lillard. I love those. I, shoes. I, I, I couldn't do it. Like I played maybe three games in them, and I switched back to my Derrick Rose ones. This is a comfort thing. I love my dames. Holy, they're so comfortable. Which ones did you get? I don't know. I think they're the threes. I think. No, I think. You, wait. Did you get the same ones as Pete? Yeah, just a different color. I think those are the fours then. Yeah, oh. I think they're fours. Yeah, or, I got. No, nope. I got. I got they're the sixes. red and white. What? Yeah, it's, it's Dame sixes. Oh shit! I didn't know he had that many shoes. <laughs> yeah, me neither. If I knew, I would <laughs> like them so much. Like I would have bought more. There was a second sale that there was that they were. That, yeah. That. Yeah, but it wasn't as good. Yeah. Thanks again for tuning into the Why Did You Do That podcast. We want to know if we've been able to help you guys out. Whether you tailed their bets, won or lost, we want to know. If you simply enjoy listening to us talk, then we want to know as well. Show us some love on any of our social media platforms if you've enjoyed the episode either way. Appreciate the listen and we'll catch you next time.